Hola, and welcome to La Vida Healthy Podcast, where the main purpose is to empower, motivate, and inspire you to live a healthier, happier life. And now, your host for this episode, full of wellness, life, and positive energy, Edgar. Welcome to La Vida Healthy Podcast. Today, uh, I'm very excited. We have a, a wonderful guest today. First, let me tell you, there is a 14-hour difference so if one of us is kind of sleepy and the other one is waking up, that's why. So if you hear something in the background like people trying to snooze, uh, that's what it is. So my guest today is Matt. He's also known as the um, Tattoo Runner. And the reason why I invited Matt to the podcast today is because I find fascinating uh, not only his story, but the things that he's doing now as a plant-based athlete and somebody who overcame some challenges uh, health-wise and who's doing wonderful things. Uh, he's running some of the uh, long races, ultra distance races. And, and I think that's fascinating. I think that's something, and like the goal of this podcast is to motivate, to empower, motivate, and inspire each and every one of you to live a healthier, happier life. So I think uh, Matt embodies all that. So welcome Matt to the uh, La Vida Healthy podcast. Thanks, Edgar, thanks for having me. Thank you. Thank you. No, thank you for taking the time. And like I said, it's a 14 hour difference. So I'm glad you took the time to talk to us today. So, man, I want to start by by the beginning. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and the things that you're doing as a plant based athlete and ultra distance running? Yeah. So uh, my name is Matt Grills and I've been uh, termed the tattoo runner. I'm 30, I think I'm 33 this year. Time's getting by. Uh, and I've been married for 13 years this year and got married young. And we've got, uh, we've got a couple of young daughters. Um, we've got Priya and she's, uh, she's five. She's just started school and call A and she's two. So uh, our hands are full with those guys. Um, at present, we're, um, we're just living down by the beach in, in the state of Queensland in Australia. And yeah, life's really busy, mate. We uh, we're both working part time, and I'm studying full time uh, to be a high school PE and uh, and geography teacher. So I'm pretty excited about that. It's a new new journey. Uh, I've been on many different journeys in my life with jobs and careers and things, and this is a new one, so it's pretty exciting. But to get to your point, mate, with with my history, uh, I don't know how far you want to go back, or where would you like me to start, mate? Well, start by the. Uh, I know you had some health issues in the past, and you overcame those. And also the uh, the the fact that what triggered the changes in your life, what triggered the uh, plant based nutrition, what triggered the uh, the uh, the long distance running, what 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 motivated you to start on that journey of making those changes for the better in your health. Yeah, so I have always been uh, been interested in sport and played a lot of sport when I was in school. I loved running, played pretty much every sport, athletics, uh, swimming. Yeah, I was always a sporty kid, probably more interested in sport than schoolwork. And then when I left school, I did a lot of traveling and still kept active, but didn't play a lot of sport. And then as time went on, a few years went by, I, I started a band and yeah, always sort of run and kept fit, but not really to any sort of great extreme. And then after I got married, I, I really got into into the into the weights and into the gym and i i trained really hard at the gym it's sort of become a bit of a an obsession i guess and i was training really hard and eating a typical gym sort of diet of i was eating a lot of uh, meat and dairy and a lot of junk as well and just basically 
as many calories as I could to to get as big as I could. And I think at my biggest, I didn't have a lot of body fat, but I was about 103 kilos. Um, I was a pretty big guy, and I, I still kept running through that time and just to keep the cardio up. And then about five years ago, uh, I found out through a series of uh, tests that my doctor did that I had a, a tumor at the base of my brain, a pituitary tumor. Basically, that was overproducing growth hormone uh, in my body and I uh, had grown a tumor, which if let go, could have been fatal. I could have lost my sight and it was benign. So that was that was a good thing, but it was a bit of a shock and basically I, I got it removed. Um, and during that time, just leading up to that, I had started getting into running a lot more seriously. I had slowed off on the gym stuff. I was still going, but got a bit more into running. My dad had been running marathons and half marathons for quite a while. He took up running um, in his early 40s after he had a health scare as well with um, with prostate cancer. And he took up running. And basically, I, I just got into running to, to do something with him. And so we could spend some more time together because we didn't have the greatest relationship growing up. So it was really good to, to take up something that was on his level, I guess. And yeah, so I started running and I decided when I was a big guy to, to start training for my first marathon. And uh, I did my first marathon with my dad, which, which was fantastic. And I was still right into the gym then. And I guess I caught the running bug. And not long after that was my, was my health scare. But as, as I was kind of progressing with my running and the gym was falling off a bit, I don't know what really led me to it, but I just, I started reading a lot more about um, nutrition and diet and, and training and a lot of things that kept popping up with, with long distance running and, and marathon running. I didn't even know about ultras then, but about long distance running was um, vegetarian diets and, and vegan diets and mainly vegetarian, but that was sort of a big thing. And one of my, it was funny, no one would have ever believed that I'd become, that I'd be vegan now because I mean, one of my favorite places to eat in when we lived in Brisbane was their slogan was Brisbane's worst uh, vegetarian restaurant. Yeah, so I just got more and more into running. I basically stopped going to the gym. And then eventually, as I said, I found out that I had this health scare and had the tumor removed. And I've always been pretty pretty determined when I want to do something. And I remember I was we'd been planning, my dad and I, we'd been planning a fundraising run to, for prostate cancer and found out about this tumor and um, had pretty major surgery. And basically, uh, I think it was about six it was about six weeks. No, it was longer than that. Sorry. It's a couple of months after I had surgery, I ended up running a half marathon because I, I think I was just so stubborn. And then not long after that, uh, my dad and I, we did a we did a fundraising run from uh, Bundaberg to Brisbane and back. And in that time, we ended up running, I think it was about 500 kilometers each over a couple of weeks. And yeah, so basically, I might have just skipped a little step there. We're not saying that I didn't know anything about uh, ultra running. But during that time, I obviously had learned about uh, ultra running. I think maybe in some running magazines. I can't remember exactly how I come come to know about it. But I remember clear as day. I got I ended up with a lot of people who have had this experience. They they bought Dean Carnegie's book, uh, Ultra Marathon Man. And I'm not a fast reader, but I remember reading that book in two days and just thinking it was the most hilarious, awesome, crazy thing that I'd ever heard. And I think I, I tend to take things too extreme in my life and I'm I'm either all in or all out. And when I found out about ultra marathons, I you know, I was telling my dad about them and sort of dragged him along for the ride. So that's what sort of got me into running and then it, it hasn't let up since then. So I guess I've been into into ultra endurance stuff for five or six years now. 
and yeah, and then with the with the diet thing, that that was a progress a progressive thing, as I said. So I basically started fading out uh, meat out of my diet, which I didn't find that hard. That that sort of happened progressively over time. And then when I turned thirty, I decided to go completely vegetarian. That was sort of a, a decision that I decided to make. And then when I turned thirty one. I just made a decision to to drop the rest out and go vegan, and that was a lot harder. I, I've got a real sweet tooth, and I love chocolate and any desserts and things like that. So dropping dairy was a lot harder for me, and it it certainly didn't happen straight away. Even though I'd made that decision, it I still have my slip ups and um, consume dairy every now and then. But it was a progressive thing, and. That's sort of the short version, mate. It's a, it's a long story. I'm sorry to take up time with that story, but yeah, that sort of got got us where we are now in a short way. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's a fascinating story. I mean, I I, I appreciate your honesty and your and, and the way you tell your story. And something that I that I found interesting that you just mentioned is you kept repeating the word progressive, and and I find it interesting because one of the things that are one of the, my intentions and one of my goals with the podcast is to tell people the stories of of just people that have decided to make a change and to expose that that change is not easy but it's doable and it's not a straight line and and how how was your experience when you said progressive i mean what is was it a straight line between point a and point b how many challenges what things did you find difficult and, and how do you overcome those things well i I agree 100%. I think that life is a journey and life is a progress and I'm still on that journey, you know, and I don't think I'll ever stop. But but basically to that point, I it's a thing that I constantly struggle with. I, I mentioned that when I do something, I want to do it well and I want to do it 100%. And for me, when I made the decision to go vegan and change my lifestyle, you know, I wanted that to be it. like a certain date. This is a turning point. But unfortunately, for 99.9% of us, it doesn't work out like that. But I think as long as we continue to progress uh, and move forward and try and improve ourselves and our health and our life and our diet and training and whatever it might be, that that's the most important thing. So I still struggle. I mean, I think with me, I continue to try and set the bar higher. So at first, it was, you know, it was dropping meat and to be honest, I don't think I ever ate meat again after making that decision. So that was a real conscious one. But with the dairy thing, you know, I, I still struggled for quite a while with, with the sweets and things like that. But eventually over time, you know, they've got that's got less and less and less. And now I'm trying to even explore things further with dropping all processed food. And I'm really interested in a lot of the raw food uh, movement and raw till four is getting a lot of exposure at the moment. So just continually setting that bar bar higher and not expecting things to happen straight away. I think as long as you have a goal and and you're working towards it and making small steps, that's the most important thing. I, I love Rich Roll. He says that we're never stagnant. We're either progressing progressing forward or we're regressing. So I think as long as we're you know as well as long as we're moving forward and falling forward as opposed to you know falling backwards, and and that's the most important thing. Oh, that's a that's a great perspective right there and what you just said about falling forward that's that's a critical point I agree with you is it's not a it's not a straight line is is a, it's a progression and 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 that's I appreciate the honesty and, and you talking about that so what are the things that you find uh, good about your diet now I mean how has your health uh, progressed and improved and what are the things that you find good about being a vegan now 
Yeah, I'm, I mean, it's um, health and running is apart from uh, my um, spiritual beliefs and my family, my running and my diet is and my health is the most important thing to me. And there, there's been added levels of um, or added elements to it over the time. So initially, I got into into veganism and a plant based diet uh, for health reasons and performance reasons. So I did a lot of reading of athletes and uh, and being able to recover quicker and um, feeling lighter and um, dropping weight and a lot of performance benefits. So initially, it was for health, long term health. You know, I did a lot of reading about Forks Over Knives uh, guys with their whole foods, plant-based diets, um, Engine 2, uh, the China study, all those sorts of things. So it was a big health aspect and the performance aspect. But as years have gone by, and especially recently, I've really been getting into and learning more about the environmental impact. Before, I, I would have liked to have said that I cared about the environment, but probably not really. Whereas in the last probably year, I've really taken an interest in in the environment and long-term sustainability of the planet and the impact that something as simple and complex at the same time as our diet can have a global impact on um, water resources, um, livestock, rainforests, everything, every single factor, you know, so... Sorry, I've forgotten where the question's gone. I got carried away. <laughs> no, no, I think uh, no, I think you hit it right on the head. You said uh, the question was about the things that you find good about being vegan and how it benefited you personally. And and you mentioned the spiritual side. You mentioned the uh, environmental side, the performance side. So that that was a great answer. So what what are the things that that you um, as a runner now, as an ultra runner, how is your day different? I mean, can you walk us through the uh, your day and how you eat and how you train? Because uh, one of the things that I that I found in my own journey uh, was listening to other people when they talked about what they do daily and the habits that they develop. And you may not pick up the same things and, and choose the same things, but if you pick one habit from one person that you think resonates with you, that's a good thing. So t- tell us about your day and how your, your day progresses and how you eat and how you train. Yeah, I, again, I agree 100%. I, I love listening to podcasts and reading books and taking things from different people and getting their perspective and then trying to apply it in my life. So a basic day is I usually wake up between 4 and 4.30 in the morning and I, I like to wake up early and I think it's the, the best part of the day is is before the sun rises. And I've started recently, I just do a short meditation. Before I do that, I just read some of the Bible, I do a little devotion and then uh, I'll meditate for even just five minutes, just a, just a little while sitting quietly and doing some meditation. Then I, I'm trying to recently, another thing I've implemented is um, journaling. So I try and write some in my journal. Again, it's not a lot. It's just maybe a few paragraphs, just an initial feeling on the day and you know what I want to do in the day and just some thanks in there of, or a little prayer or something. So that's sort of the, the few steps um, that I use to start. Then I Then I train every day. So I'll then run. So depending on how far I'm doing and and what stage of a training cycle I'm in, uh, I'll either go out on my own and do something, either that or I'll go out for a little while and then I'll come back and I'll meet my family. My wife um, also runs and I'll meet them. So we'll then run together. So I'll run with my wife and I'll either push both the girls in the pram or my eldest girl now, she um, she likes to ride a bike. She would, we just got her a bike, so she might ride. She can already ride like 15K and she's only five. So 
and she's been running wow. since she was little. So 15k, she's yeah, five. So, well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So she she ran a kilometer when she was like three. So yeah, I think she's. It's just that you know she's grown up with it. She thinks it's normal. So um, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So we'll generally go out together. At, you know, quite a few times a week. And then when we get back, I uh, just sort of get ready for the day. I do a little stretching or some extra, yeah, just anything extra of training I've got to do. And then I'll, I'll always try and start the day with a, with a big smoothie. So that'll be just a heap of fruit, basically uh, a heap of fruit. And my kids think it's hilarious. Cause I usually, cause I call it, you know, it's nice creams. It's like healthy ice cream. So, <laughs> and then, and then, yeah, we just get ready for the day. I, uh, the girls get ready for school and I, I'll either things have changed a little bit recently with me um, starting and studying but because I'm not working as much either myself or my wife will drop the kids off to daycare or kindy sorry or um, to school uh, the little one doesn't go every day but just a general idea and then um, I'll come home and I'll study through the day um, until pick up and then I'll get the kids and do the afternoon routine which is just you know the the day in day out making lunches I do all the cooking or most of the cooking at home. So cooking dinner, dishes, baths, you know, all the usual stuff of being a dad. We have dinner and the kids go down about seven and then we just sort of relax at night, just take it easy. And I'm usually in bed between between nine and uh, nine and ten. And usually that just depends on how much training I'm doing and how tired I am. Generally, I train between uh, 100 and 170 kilometers a week uh, running. So yeah, so it just depends, but that's sort of, I guess, a day, uh, a general day. Things obviously vary, but yeah, that's sort of the the basis of how things roll here. Yeah, that sounds like a like a normal day. I mean, for many people, but but you start early. You definitely include your nutrition in is your nutrition is planned. Is I mean, you already know what you're gonna eat uh, day in day out and, and and the normal thing. So thank you, thank you for that. Thank you for sharing that. That's very interesting how you. That, that's one of the things that I, I also found personally is that that you, once you create by trial and error, you create your routine over time and you start developing that. And that's great. I, I think that helps, especially when you're on a health journey like you are to have something, some routine and some basic habits that you that you do day in, day out. Hey, Matt, one of the things that I found interesting that you said earlier, you talked a little bit about a spirituality. Can you can you talk to us about the uh, what you see as the relationship between the spiritual and how you feed yourself and, and diet and, and lifestyle? Yeah, I, th- I think everything is connected. I I saw, you know, you, you sent through some questions and it was fantastic to be able to think about them. And it's not something I've thought about a lot, but I think what we put into ourselves is is important. I know it's it's so important. Like I know that if I have days where I don't eat so well, or I eat too much, or I might eat some processed vegan food or too much refined food. I don't feel as well, and I know that my mental clarity and my whole being just isn't as clear. Uh, and I know that when then when I eat well and I eat unprocessed good food that my clarity is a lot better and that's all connected with our spirituality i think it's you know our body mind spirit we're all one but separate entities at the same time so it's yeah i i don't ever have a direct answer it's probably something that i'll you know i'll develop over time but it i i definitely believe it's all connected and 
yeah, obviously what we put into ourselves is it feeds us in so many different ways. And, you know, if you feed, it's the old, uh, the old adage that, you know, if you own a Porsche, you don't put um, garbage in the fuel can. Um, you want to run it on premium fuel or it's not going to perform the way that it should. And I think it's the same with our bodies and, and all those things are connected. So sorry, I don't have a, an exact answer for you, but yeah, that's sort of my thoughts on that. No, I think, uh, I think you actually answered the questions right there because, uh, Maybe the, the biggest thing that I, I've seen personally and, and other people that I, that I have interviewed for in their journey is that, yeah, eating fruits and vegetables is not going to make you a saint. It's not going to change your life immediately. But I think it sets the stage for you to develop and to grow spiritually. Because if you, if you have a clean body that is active and it kind of opens your mind. And, and, and just the fact that you that you take uh, you take on a change like like becoming vegan or or deciding to do something better for your health is, is kind of an, a, a mind opening exercise that that also allows you to think in think things in a in a different way at least that's how I see it but no I appreciate it I, I think you I think you answered the question also you said it you said it's, it kind of cleans you and, and prepares you for for different things so it sets the stage I think. But and, and now, how has the relationship with your friends, your family, when you decided to make this change? Uh, and the reason why I'm asking this is because many people don't even start the journey because of the culture, because of the comments from their family, because of things that they heard, or, or maybe they decide to make a change for a healthier lifestyle, but the whole family or, or the rest of the family, they're not as healthy or they don't eat that much uh, good stuff. So how's been that, that, that relationship with your family in your journey? Yeah, I think first and foremost, what people have to remember is your health is your health. So you can't blame anyone else for, for the way you are and for uh, what you put in your body. You, you make the decision what you stick on the end of your fork and you put in your mouth. And whether that's good or bad, you got to live with those consequences. So whilst there are external factors, um, in the end, it is your decision. So um, personally, uh, on a greater scale, friends and family, of course, I'll, I try and encourage them as much as I can to, to go plant-based and I share the you know the journey that I've had and the experiences that I've had and stuff I've read and I'm sure they get sick of hearing about it, but uh, I'm trying to encourage them along the way there's been some people that i've had uh i would say disagreements but people who might not necessarily agree with what i my ideals and my beliefs and that's fine i i'm happy to have a conversation with anyone as long as it's an open conversation and people are you know willing to listen and chat and we don't all have to agree just as long as we can have an open conversation and um so friends and family i mean they've been they've been fine it's it's not too bad but the the biggest thing for me and as an ongoing challenge, um, which I'm sure a lot of people can relate relate to, is being a dad. And with having young kids and with my wife, I would say my wife and kids are probably 90% uh, vegan. So at home, uh, we eat a complete vegan diet instead of do the cooking. And we don't have any you know, meat, dairy, eggs, whatever in the house. Uh, but when we go out there, you know, we try and educate them in the house and through life. But when we go out, they make their decisions. And even though they're little, they know. And, you know, if we're going, one of the big things at the moment for us is kids' birthday parties. And I'm sure everyone with kids knows about those and how how nutritious the food is or not at our kids' birthday parties. <laughs> yes. Um, but my kids are pretty good, man. Like it's, um, 
we just I just try and have an open conversation with them, and um, especially my eldest, she's pretty smart. Like we, you know, we I always say to her before we go to a party, I say there's going to be a lot of you know food we don't eat normally here, and you know you know how you, how it makes you feel when you eat it, but you you know you can make your own decisions. And said so try and have some fruit and healthy stuff first, and then if you want to have a treat, you know you go for it. And you know, and most of the time she's pretty good. She usually go for the fruit first, and it's it's good too because parties usually have that special fruit and the special fruits are stuff she loves like um, strawberries and watermelon and stuff that we have quite often here but not all the time so she really likes to have that first and yeah so that's an ongoing battle for me as a dad because I want my wife and my daughters and um, my immediate family I believe I've educated myself enough to know the the detrimental effect that meat, dairy and eggs and processed food has on the body and long-term health. And of course, I don't want them to to be eating that stuff and be putting it in their body and affecting their everyday, but also their long-term health. But at the same time, I don't want to be that dad that is like a, you know, like a Nazi and just ruling over my kids and you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't yes. do that. Yeah, so it's a real balancing act. And, and I know at times I overstep the mark and I get too full on and I get upset when, you know, they might be eating something that I know is going to make them feel sick later on. And my daughter was getting um, reasonably bad eczema from eating dairy. And, you know, I, I know that what this stuff does to them. And when they eat it, it's it's really hard sometimes not to just jump on them and say, <laughs> don't do it. But, yeah. you know, I don't want to be that dad as well. So it's, it's a balancing act, man. But yeah, I think every day, again, every day is about learning. And, you know, some days aren't so good. And then other days, are, you know, you know I learn from my mistakes. So. Yeah, no, and, 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 and I agree with you. I, I think uh, one of the, the, the biggest lessons for me too has been just that how humbling it is to when you learn a certain aspect of, of nutrition and, and lifestyle and you think, okay, this is this, everybody should be doing this. But you, you have to learn to also temper and respect other people's journeys, even your own children, because you don't have control over what they do you may guide them and, and teach them but you're not going to control what they eat when they're making their own decisions when you're not there so no i, I agree with you it's, it's really humbling how you you have to learn or you learn to respect other people's journeys and and, and what, what they're going through just like they're respecting yours yeah and i got i gotta tell you mate there's been um you know i think education is such a powerful tool but i tell you i i think social media is is the good and the evil but through Instagram, I've I've been encouraged and I've met so many wonderful people. Like I think you're gonna have a guest, um, Kevin Cosimo. I've done an interview with yes. him, and yeah, seeing the post that he puts up with his family and um, Mango Island Mama with her little fella Elvis, and and all these guys that are just beautiful people. And I see the way that they are with their family, and it's a real. It's real encouragement, but it's also a real sense of striving for me as well to to provide that environment and and try and rear my kids in that way as well. And sometimes I feel like I have so far to go, and then other times I think that you know we're, we're probably ninety percent further along our journey than ninety percent of the population, if you know what I mean. So it's um, keeping yourself in check as to where you're at, but also still you know being encouraged and. Yeah, there's some awesome people out there and wonderful things on social media that, that you can really use to, to fuel the fire and keep each day doing what you're doing. 
Yes, uh, actually, that's a that's a great point right there. I found out myself too that that you um, I've met so many wonderful people, you included, to this journey. Isn't that amazing how you're you're the way you eat? And, and that's what I t- try to tell people when I when I do talks and when I when when I talk in the uh, in the podcast, I try to tell people that first of all, it's not a mysterious journey. It's not something just uh, relegated to people that, that do ultras and things like that. It's for everybody. And the way you eat permeates every single aspect of your life. Not only your diet, your weight and everything, but in your health, but also even the people you relate to because you start sharing ideas and, and, and things with people that, that you never expected will appear in your life. So that's wonderful. Yeah. To be, to be honest, I think the ultra endurance thing adds... Um, an element of confusion and and difficulty to it. One thing that I personally struggle with is I'm trying to, at the moment, really up my fruit and I'd really like to, I mentioned the raw till four thing, I'd really like to give a go of just sticking the fruit through the day and a a low fat, high carb cook meal at night. But one thing that I really, I find hard is, I mean, I'm I'm burning so many calories a day uh, with training that sometimes I think that if I was just a, you know, I just went for a short walk or a short bike ride or something each day that it'd be a lot easier because I'd be able to focus a lot more on not having to eat as much and just, you know, just eating really clean. But it just has an extra element of confusion. But yeah, no matter where you're at, it's all about experimenting and trying and yeah, being encouraged. Exactly, and, and, and I think you said it before. is uh, is about falling forward, and what that is is just being willing to put yourself in situations where you don't know everything, but trusting that you and having faith that you will figure it out. Because faith is a is a is a is an important element of of what we're doing, which is uh, not knowing exactly how the journey is going to end, but having an idea of how you want it to end, or at least uh, some kind of vision of how you want it to end. And the, the vision for me, and I hear it from you and what you're saying, is about it was about health. I didn't know I was going to lose 80 pounds in this process, but you know what? I knew that I wanted to be that to feel better. And, and that's what all that that I went uh, with at the very beginning. Yeah, well, I, I've lost over 20 kilos. I, I don't know what it is. Yeah, it's like over 40 pounds, I guess. And I think one thing I really want to stress to people in that I, we, we touched on it before and we spoke a bit about it before is a lot of the times I do feel like a failure and that's, that's just being honest, you know, like I I'll find myself in the cupboard at night and I'm just eating everything in sight because I'm so hungry because I've been training so much and, you know, it's all vegan food. But, you know, after that time, I feel like, oh, I feel like such a failure and I'm like, I haven't stuck to exactly the, the clean plan that I wanted to stick to. And, but something that I always try and remind myself, and as I said, we did touch on it before, but each day is a new day. And for me and for people getting into it, I think it's important that they remember that not only is each day a new day, but each moment is a new moment, you know? Like if you find yourself at lunch, you know, eating, you know, you're trying this vegan thing or trying to eat healthy or whatever, and, and lunchtime comes around and you find yourself eating, I don't know, gone through the drive-through somewhere that's only that moment you know like it doesn't that doesn't have to affect uh you know the rest of your life it's only that moment and i'm speaking to myself here as much as everyone else you know like that moment is that moment you know move on learn um you might feel pretty crappy for a while <laughs> if you've eaten too much food or whatever or gone through that drive-through but you know learn from that remember how you feel 
And, you know, you might make that mistake a hundred times, but keep striving, you know, and, and I'm the same, you know, I've, I've probably been in that cupboard at nighttime a hundred times and, you know, I'll probably do it a few more yet. But I think as long as we're, we're striving for more and, and we have a goal of where we want to be, then, you know, then that, that's important. That's that's beautiful. I I think that's a, that's a great point that you're making. Every, every moment is a, is a new moment, is a new opportunity. And I think uh, sometimes we get stuck, and I, I, I'm honestly saying it myself. I get stuck sometimes on the on the one moment. I actually caught myself uh, two days ago. I, I eat mostly raw, and some some cooked uh, meals, but it's mostly raw. And what I found, I found myself feeling guilty about eating the cooked meal. Uh, and I said, you know what? Now I'm getting ridiculous myself <laughs> because <laughs> because here I am, 99% of the of the people or the other people out there are not eating healthy. Here I am, I'm eating mostly healthy and is is good food, and and I'm guilty myself into into thinking that is is bad. And 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 sometimes we we have to get ourselves out of those moments. Uh, and and and, I, and one experience that I had is that you those negative thing thoughts and moments you surround them with a lot of positive just saying you know what no sometimes you have to call yourself on your bs too on your bullshit because because yeah i was thinking the same thing i was i was thinking okay here i am feeling guilty about something that is not bad it's just it's not the optimal of what i thought was the optimal at that point but but it's still very good so you gotta cut yourself some slack, and 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 I and I'm talking to myself too. <laughs> and this. Yeah, and I, I say I say to people as well, like when you when you go vegan, even if you eat too much or you eat bad food, generally it's still gonna be good food. Like you know, I work in a cafe where you know we do a lot of raw and vegan um, desserts. There's a lot of conventional stuff as well. But, you know, like again, the same. I can relate so much. I'll feel bad, you know, if I have a piece of raw you know, peanut butter brownie because it's got coconut oil in it. I'm like, you are a moron. It's like dates and nuts and like healthy stuff and you feel bad. So I agree, man. Yeah, no, I appreciate the honesty, my man. That's that's one of the things that I bought, that I, I have to be honest. I, I love about podcasting and, and meeting people like you and all that. Here, you, you don't have to, through this medium, you don't have to pretend and you don't have to keep things perfect. These things and these journeys and the people that are, that we are involved in this is not perfect we are not perfect we're not pretending to be perfect and and that's that's a wonderful thing it's, it's, it's actually freeing to be able to talk about things like this because it's people from the outside and i remember doing it myself when i saw people that were very healthy or that did a lot of uh that did these ultra races and things like that i was like man they, they're, they're different than the me they're different than everybody else but that's not the truth it's not perfect you look at it from the outside you may it may seem like we have it all together sometimes but we're not we're far from that we're far yeah. from that. Thank you. Thank you for that, uh, Matt. So, Matt, um, you mentioned your journey and, and the different things that you've done in life. I think you, you were a police officer at some point. Uh, you, you, you played in a band for a while. You toured Australia and you went to other places. Now you're into PE and, and geography, you said. Uh, tell, tell us a little bit about that and how's that journey of, of the different things you've done? I think um, with the teaching thing, it's 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 funny because if you would have asked me in high school, all through high school, that's all I wanted to do. It was, what do you want to do? I want to be a PE teacher. And I think when we leave school, sometimes um, 
I think it's a lot of pressure on school kids to make decisions when they're, you know, 16, 15, 16, 17 about what they want to do for the rest of their life. And I mean, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out what I want to do, but yeah, I've done a heap of different jobs. I, I started out and yeah, I was, I wanted to be in a, um, a successful hardcore band and we did that for a while. It was really fun. And we toured around Australia and had a great time with that for a while. And then I worked for a bank and I was a police officer and, uh, I've done some uh, concreting with my dad and worked in a cafe and you got to try things, man. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So it's like things have done full circle. So I initially, I, I left the police um, and I did first year of physiotherapy at, I think you guys call it physical therapy. Yes. Yeah. I did first year of that at, at university and I decided that wasn't exactly what I wanted to do. So then last year, I just had a year off of, of study and just worked and run a lot. And then uh, made a decision to go back to university this year and, and study and basically do full circle, as I said. So going back to that, that childhood idea of what I wanted to do and, and teaching here, it's probably a little bit similar to the States, but you know, it's a good lifestyle with kids. Um, you get the holidays, it's good hours with, with your kids through the day. And when I was in the police, I, I really enjoyed working with kids, even the troubled kids and trying to, trying to help them make a difference. I worked in where I worked was uh, in, the, in the main street of the town and we did a lot of community stuff uh, with businesses and also a lot to do with kids. And we we're always at the shopping center, you know, just walking around and talking to people and, and dealing with kids. And I did a lot of programs while I was in the police with them and, and I really enjoyed that. And, and you know, combining my health, my health passions and my running uh, and general love of sport, it's sort of, you know, it all makes sense. And, and having a lifestyle job, I guess, where my family and I can still go, we love to travel and uh, we can still enjoy those things as well. It, yeah, it sort of brought us, brought me full circle. Wonderful, that wonderful. And if you allow me to draw a parallel between what you just talked about and, and even a health uh, journey, it's about trying different things and it's about allowing yourself the space to to try different ways and different things and different approaches. And then even if you come full circle, that's okay because at least you gave yourself the opportunity to to experiment and to and to find out what you don't like because sometimes it's, it's as important to know what you don't like as as, as much as what you like. So that's a yeah, that's, that's a good thing. No, wonderful, wonderful. Matt, I have a a little section that I do usually. Uh, it's called the uh, three questions. And well, my first one is always about what was the last place you visited on vacation and what did you like about that that experience. Uh, last place we went on holiday was my wife and my family. We went down to a little place called Crescent Head, which is uh, halfway down, probably half to three quarters of the way down the east coast of Australia and uh, to visit um, my wife's parents. And we stayed in a little cabin in a little beach town, which probably has only, I don't know, maybe a couple of thousand people there, if, if that. And I did a um, a week of I turned my phone off when we arrived, and I turned it on when we left. So I had a whole week of no phone calls, no social media, no nothing, and it was fantastic. I just ran. We went to the beach. We I read a lot of books, and it was great. Awesome, awesome. That sounds like a, like like one of my one of my uh, dream places. <laughs> Thank you for that, Matt. And and the second question is is about completing the phrase. And the second question is, I feel more at peace when I'm trail running. 
If if I'm on a sing if I'm mm. on a single track in the middle of nowhere, man, that's like I think there's a real spiritual connection there. Like that's I used to really feel that in the ocean when I used to surf a bit, you know, early in the morning when the sun's rising out in the ocean and I really feel there's a spiritual connection. I feel closest to God when I'm when I used to do that and now if I'm on a single track running on my own in the middle of the bush or forest or whatever you want to call it, whichever country you're from, man, that's, yeah, it's beautiful. Awesome. Yeah, I, 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 that's definitely how I feel when I'm, when I'm doing one of the long distance trainings, especially I like, I love trail running, so I, I can definitely identify with that, with what you just yeah. said. And the, the third question, Matt, is about, again, completing the phrase. And the question is, I feel more loved when just when i'm doing the day-to-day thing with my family so i've been blogging recently about you know it's just the the day-to-day and it doesn't really have to be anything special just if the kids are behaving and you know everyone's happy and just being with my family is is when i feel most loved awesome that's a that's a great answer in that and 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 a great uh, experience, I imagine. I mean, I, I have my family. And yeah, the, it, that's it's, it's, it. Makes it hard sometimes. The uh, keeping the balance, but that's yeah. that's what it's all about, really. Spending time with them. Thank you for that, Matt. So, Matt, where can people find? I know you 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 have your your coaching and you you teach and and you you coach other people in in a healthy lifestyle and running. Where can people find your information, your blog? Yeah. So I. I have a uh, just a basic website that I just use as a bit of a platform. It's I haven't done a lot of work on. It. I'm not all that technical, technically savvy, but it's uh, www.thetattoorunner.com, and basically you can reach all my social media from there. But uh, I'm on Facebook and Instagram. If you search the Tattoo Runner, uh, you'll find me. At the moment, I every now and then I'll do a thing. I uh, doing a day to day a daily blog of training for this next race that I have coming up and I'm keeping it not every day, but keeping a bit of a food journal on there as well. And my training so people can sort of see, you know, exactly what it takes and you know what I'm doing day to day. And so those are sort of the main social media things and yeah, www.thetattoorunner.com. One last thing. And, and I mean, thank you for sharing today and, and all the wonderful things that you've said and, and, and sharing your story and, and your journey with us. What is the one thing that you want to leave people with uh, uh, in order to live La Vida, La Vida Healthy and, and to continue to grow health and spiritually in this, in this modern world? I think is educate yourself. Um, I think we... We've been told so many things and um, been led to believe so many things that we think are normal. But when you start educating yourself and you start trying different things, you might find out that they're not necessarily the truth or the best for you. So I believe that there's great parent education and there's so much good literature out there now and so many good avenues that you can find amazing research and and yeah, just things about how to better your life. So educate yourself. And I think it's been a constant theme. I, it wasn't deliberate at all, but a constant theme from what we've talked about is is don't be afraid to fail. Don't let anyone tell you that you know that you're a failure and you should give up. If you fail a thousand times, you might just succeed once, and that's that once is all you need. So yeah. 
Wow, that, that's wonderful. And, and, and again, uh, thanks, Matt, today for everything you said, for sharing your story, for the wonderful things that you, you share with us today. I appreciate your, your humility, your, how approachable you are. And, 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 I, and I commend you for what you're doing. And thanks again for, for sharing your story. I appreciate it, man. Just and just finally, I just I just want to thank you for for contacting me, and I, you know, it's a, it's a great honor to be contacted, and especially from someone from the other side of the globe. And if anyone has any questions or or any, you know, they just want to get in in contact, probably email is the best with the with the distance thing. You feel free to email. Uh, my email is on the web, the website, but my email address is, uh, is grills underscore one at hotmail.com. So it's G-R-I-L-L-S underscore and then the number one at hotmail.com. Um, I don't have all the answers, but, you know, I'd love to hear from any of you. And I'm sure that, uh, Edgy, you'll probably put, if you have show notes and things, mate, you'll probably put mm-hmm. yes. in the show notes, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to have it in the show notes. And, uh, and, and I want to say... Yeah, Matt, you you really mean it. I mean, if people contact you, you really answer because that's actually how we we got in touch with each other. I, I just emailed you, and and you were very gracious in, in answering my emails and and very accommodating with the time difference and all that. So, so yeah, go ahead and write to Matt with your questions. And he's somebody who who is doing it, who's doing it every day, who's living la vida healthy, and is willing to share and 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 be with you in that your journey. So, so thanks, Matt. Yeah, mate, La Vida Healthy, and I wish you all the best with the podcast and can't wait to uh, to subscribe and, and hear what you get up to. I appreciate it. Matt, you have a great night, and uh, from my heart, man, thank you so much. Yeah, man, thanks heaps, and best of luck. We'll, we'll talk soon. All right, my man. Have a good night, all right? All right, mate. See ya. Bye.